the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Welcome to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions, our open line is 1300 736 736 or text in 0427 Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. My name's Paul Bonzer, alongside my normal co-host, Dan Menzel. G'day, Menz. Bonz, how you going? It is our last show before Christmas. Yes. Which is exciting. It's that time of year. Uh, plenty heading into Christmas as well in terms of sport-wise. There's actually some sport on Christmas Day, which we'll talk about later in the show as mm. well. But, um, yeah, no, I'm excited with what's to come over the next two weeks. Not too full on on my side. How about you? What's the next week? Um, I'm going to do like? a lot of nothing over the next. I might play some golf and that's about Perfect. it and do some chores. I'm sure I've got some chores to do. Um, but, man, because we're so close to Christmas, what I thought is that we could ask our Sports Day family to text in on 0427-154-166, what do you want from Santa? If you could ask Santa, this is what I want for my sporting team, for yourself, if you just want a prezi, um, let us know. So 0427-154-166 on the Nutrient Ag Solutions uh, open line. Hot time for the hot topic, men's. Irrigear is here to t- save time and water. Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. And the hot topic is the big bash from last night. Yes. So the Perth Scorchers played over in Perth. They are as certain, I guess you could say, as any team that you know what you're going to get from the Perth Scorchers. And last night's game against the Hobart Hurricanes, no surprise that the Hurricanes come out, they make 172 for loss of eight. Perth off 16.1 overs, one for 173 chasing. They did it with ease, 23 balls to spare, nine wickets in hand they win by. Zach Crawley, first game in for the Scorchers this season, 65 off 46. Aaron Hardy. Now, he's going to play some cricket for Australia in the future. Yeah, I think he's going to play a lot of cricket yep. for Australia. Without a doubt. 85 of 45 deliveries, and he didn't get man of the match. It went to Jason Berendorf, who took four for 25. I think Hardy was a little bit stiff. But uh, the Perth Scorchers, we, I do have my top of the tree segment tonight, Bonds, mm-hmm. which is the best team, 10 teams in Australian sport, all Australian sports combined. So the ABL, the baseball, the cricket, um, the NBL, the A-League, all of it in there. Where's the Scorchers going to sit? Because they are unbelievable what they do every single oh, I think they might have moved up a branch <laughs> they or might two. Have moved just, up. Uh, just, yeah, look, they are definitely the team to beat. Um, great little cameo from from Chris Jordan. It was. 59 off off 20, smoked him. He did. I think the fastest uh, 50 in the history yeah, of the Big Bash. Yeah, 17 balls, yep. I think. Yeah, so he, amazing. If he didn't make that for the Hurricanes, they would have been all out. Or they would have made 130, effectively. Well, they were five for 47. Yep. Um, the Scorchers, is the Scorchers bowling lineup or their batting lineup better? Ah, uh, that's a really good question too. Like, I, I think it's their bowling lineup, which sounds a bit weird and bizarre when you go through their list of batters and Mitch Marsh isn't currently in there, but you've got Crawley, you've got Hardy, um, you've got Turner in there. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think the bowling is slightly better. It's, it's Berendorf, a, Ty, Richardson, Agar. Yep. Hardy. The thing, the thing with that is AJ Ty is 
has been a brilliant cricketer for a long time. Uh, yes. Lance Morris as well. Um, yeah, it's it is a, an extraordinary bowling lineup, and that's why they've been so good for such a long time. And look, they're going to be hard to top again this season. And a test match has started today, a very important test match over in India. The Aussie girls are playing India. We can give you the current score. They are four for one hundred and forty-two. Alisa Healy is there on 37, and Annabelle Sutherland is there on 10. So they've lost a couple of early wickets. They were two for not many men. Two for seven, mm. uh, Australia was. So we won the toss and elected to bat first. Now, India has just come off a shellacking of England in a test match. Yes. Uh, traditionally, Australia has been the best women's side for a long time. We know that. England has been the next clear best side. So India has been on the up. So to be able to dominate against uh, the English in their game last week, it gave them some confidence heading into this game. And Definitely. it wasn't all of a sudden a certainty that we would win. It actually looked like being a really good game. And when they had us at uh, two for seven with Elise Perry, going out for four, it looked like maybe India might be on track to cause another upset. Now, four for 142, it's it's nicely poised at the moment. Yeah, uh, I think that in women's cricket, not dissimilar to men's, but probably just a little bit less on the run side. So if we can get a 300, we're in a very good position. But India will be able to fancy themselves that they'll be able to bowl us out for 200 or at least under 250 from here. Uh, Tali McGrath made 50, so well done, uh, she T-Max. Did. And Phoebe Litchfield, a diamond duck, run out without facing a ball. Bit of a mix-up. and um, mm. that's, was that's that, that was with the skipper? It, it's happened to me it Happened to me once. Um, no, she, it was Beth Mooney. Oh, there was, was a bit Mo- of a mix-up mix yes. there. So it um, happened to me once, and it's just the worst feeling. You said, I was so angry. Because <laughs> oh, you don't get a chance. Because you don't so, get a chance, absolutely. Yeah. It's probably, is it the worst way to get out? I think it's the worst way to get out. No, well, oh, maybe, about, maybe the worst way to get out. What about hit stump? I was going to say, when you're backing up Mega. and the bowler touches Mega. it on the way, you know, straight drive back down the track. Bowler, oh, yeah, that's Bowler bad. gets a finger on it. Yep. And you're, you know, you've got hurts. time to react. I almost feel like hitting your own stump's almost worse, though, because you're like, what is wrong? Like, why would I do that? But you're right. It wasn't um, the skipper. It was Beth Mooney. The skipper, Lisa Hill, though, it is. She has taken over. Yes. From Meg Lanning. Yes. So she'll be looking to make a big score here. And she's doing the job here uh, with 37 not out. So um, we'll keep you updated with that score. Four for 142 at the moment. And time for the good oil, men's. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. What's the good oil, men's? Uh, There's a few things that could be the good oil, but I think the Adelaide Giants, uh, we have a four-game series against the Perth Heat who we beat in the championship final last year. It's so the grand final replay. It is. And do you know what happened when we took on the Perth Heat earlier this season, away in Perth? Uh, we thumped them. We swept them. Yeah. 4-0. So yeah. it is the Giants taking on the Perth Heat, and we will be down there Saturday, the fourth yeah, we're game. Gonna, we're going to go, aren't we, on Saturday when they retire Scotty's Number eight, Andrew Scott's number eight. We spoke to him last night on the show. That's also on the podcast. If you missed any parts of the show, you can hear the podcast. Just search for Sports ASA. Um, So, yeah, we'll we'll be down there. Thanks to the Giants for sorting that out out for us. But we'll be down there. Dizzy's going to come along. Dizzy will get along, which is great. So, um, yeah, the Adelaide Giants take on the Perth Heat. Uh, First game is tonight. And then uh, it is two games on Friday. 
So those games will be around about 4 and 7 o'clock. And then Saturday is the last game. So four games to get along to. Perfect weather here in Adelaide before we hit Christmas Day. And tomorrow night, if you want to take the kids anywhere tomorrow night, it's 10 bucks to get in. Yeah, and there's so a cheap. And it's a double header. Some so, good apparel too, actually. If any of the kids want a jumper or a hat or something else, uh, yeah. they've got some very good apparel, the Adelaide Giants. So the Adelaide Giants are our good oil tonight. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria men's. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on the NBA from yesterday. So Jar Morant was suspended for 25 games. Had his comeback game yesterday. He plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. So they have been struggling, probably an understatement, without him. Uh, His 25-game suspension was because he got caught on Instagram Live or TV or something holding a gun. Just dumb and silly, and he's done it a couple of times. And that's Mm -hmm. why they slapped him with a 25-game suspension. So the the Grizzlies, who have been on the up in the last couple of seasons without him, were seven wins and 18 losses. Not pretty. He's come back, and in his first game back, they beat the New Orleans Pelicans off the back of a buzzer beater, 115-113. Ja Morant scored a buzzer beater. What a way to come back in your comeback game. 34 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. I think he scored 14 in the last quarter yeah. as well, was, and the game winner. He was, he they was, were down by 15. He's a freak. Yeah. He's one of the greats. Uh, speaking of one of the greats, mm. uh, on the same day, the Warriors took on your Celtics. It went to overtime. It did. And uh, a man by the name of Steph Curry hit a couple of massive three-pointers to win the game. He certainly did. It was, uh, yeah, crazy stuff. It, it, it was classic Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. So much so, the big man, Shaquille O'Neal, had this to say about him. I'm wondering, not saying, I'm just wondering, because he's been consistently the best shooter his whole career. I'm wondering, is it time to start putting him as the best player of all time? Best player. I was there. Oh, you put him over you? In, in, in the conversation. I'm asking you. Yes. You put him over you. Okay. You yourself way put better. Steph Curry yes. over you. Yeah, that, this is why he's my favorite player. Cause I'm not saying favorite. Played, he might be my favorite too, but I'm just asking you I think played, he's better than you. I played 20 years, watched 20 years before that. I've never seen a guy like him. And he's doing it consistently, and he has championships. You put him Maybe over Michael. Time. No, I, no, I'm not putting him anywhere. I'm saying, okay, you know, for all the chitter chatter, is it time to just put him in the conversation? I think, I think, I think he's a. Uh, I'm asking the fans, is it time to you know start putting him in the conversation as well, I'm one of the best players ever? That is high praise from Shaquille O'Neal. That's inside the NBA. The other voice was Kenny Smith there, Ernie Johnson on there, and Charles Barkley. It's it's yep. some of the best TV you'll see. It's the greatest show ever. Yeah, and uh, the thing I love about that though is Shaquille O'Neal never ever says that anyone's better than him. Correct. He never, he always says, oh, this guy's all right, but he, he never did what I did or anything like that. So for that's why they pressed him and said, better than you. And he yeah. didn't say no. No. It's huge, huge claim um, that Steph Curry could be the greatest of all time. He is the greatest shooter of all time. It doesn't I matter. I think so. I, I think everyone I would th- agree with everyone that. Everyone knows that. the greatest shooter. Regardless of what you think and you're biased to, if it's Kobe Bryant or someone else, he is the greatest shooter of all time. But yes, Shaq's put him in the conversation for the greatest player of all time. And again, what he did against the Celtics yesterday was amazing. What he's done in the uh, in the playoffs for the for Golden State has been uh, brilliant so far. So yeah, that's the NBA, and that's some of the good all as well. But uh, just while we're on the cricket, the big bash tonight, Bonds. Yes. So the game tonight is the Melbourne Renegades against the Brisbane Heat, mm-hmm. which is a bit more of a line ball game. We in our big bash tipping comp, we all tipped the Scorchers 
last night and the Strikers. So we're all two from two in this game week. But yeah, tonight it's the Renegades taking on the Brisbane Heat. The tipsters and the listeners out there, you guys went the Heat. Everyone else picked the Renegades. Yes, yes. I'm uh, not sure I'm thinking about that. There's, it's a drinks break in the test. Unfortunately, um, the skipper's out. Alyssa Healy an update. is bold for 38. Oh, that hurts. Um, and men's, this ball rolled along the ground. Oh. She played a sweep shot. It pitched and hit maybe the bottom well, fifth of the stump. The good news there is we've batted first. That's the good news. It's <laughs> the good oil there. Plenty to come after the break. We're going to speak with Toddy Gray from Greyhound Racing. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Bonds and Men's with you for Nutrient Ag Solutions. Text in 0427 154 166 going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. That's uh, 0427-154-166. And San- let Santa know. Let us know what you want to ask Santa uh, um, for Christmas. What do you want, Mens? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, we have spoken about golf a little bit on here and playing yeah. golf, and you've got the simulator. Yeah. I actually need some... I've never really invested in golf shoes, so right. I do need to what get What size some. are you? 11, 10 and a half, head 11. Too small. Ah. Bad luck. But that's, maybe Santa will get that for me in a few days. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, it's time to speak to one of the greats. Uh, Greyhound Racing SA. No one runs a, the dogs like South Australia. It is the one, the only, Todd Gray. Hello, Toddy. Hey, boys. Um, all I want for Christmas, honestly, is to go two for two tonight, lads, being honest with you. Uh, well, we... Uh, we were just talking uh, before you came on about last week's results, and uh, this is pretty much how it went. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash, all right? No cash. cash, no. Robbo? No cash. <laughs> no <laughs> cash. Toddy, you picked us a greyhound in a two-dog race, and it comes second. Yeah, you beat me to it. I was about to say two tips, two seconds but uh, last week, but unfortunately one of them was in a two-dog race. So you can say second or you can say last. Depends if you want to be half glass full or half glass empty. But truth be told, we got pupkis last week, so it's empty. So, Toddy, for those that are listening right now going, this guy picked a greyhound last week in a two-dog race and it comes second, I'm not going to back his tip tonight. You did back something paying $81 a few weeks ago that won. Correct. So we are not jumping off. So what have you got for us tonight as your best bet? Uh, the best bet, lads. Uh, the, my best bet is race nine, number four, Westie's Pride. She's around about $3 at the moment. Um, I think she should be favourite. She's second favourite right now. There is a race out there for every dog, and honestly, I think tonight is Westie's Pride's race. She's been steadily improving and getting stronger over the 500 her last few races. I think, look, there's no reason. I cannot see a scenario where she doesn't go straight to the front for mine. She ran about 30.80 two starts ago. 30.80 could be every dog in this race except for the six, but the six... Or he could run up a parked car, honestly. He could probably twice somehow. He's on a lot of he's got a lot of ability, but he's a bit of a klutz in a field. If we go straight to the front in with Westy's Pride in box four, I'm just gonna be looking straight back to where the six is. If we got two or three lengths on it coming in, in a straight, I'd be getting pretty excited. I think tonight's the night she finally cracks through for a much deserved win at Angle Park. So race nine, number four, Westy's Pride is my best bet. So Westy's Pride, we're not worried about anything on the inside boxes then. No, because they're all kind of known, uh, like the one dog and the two dog are seven, six, seven hundred metre dogs. 
and the three is relatively slow out as well. I'm, I think we, I generally think we just clear them and lead very comfortably to the first turn there. Uh, there are going to be a few dogs which are kind of running on in that a little bit as well, but you can't find any trouble when you're in on when you're out in front chasing the lure. Um, yeah, I, th- I honestly think this race is just hers tonight. You got some value for us, uh, my friend. I do. Race seven, number five, Woodside Johnny. Uh, I've got a lot of time for this dog. I reckon he's going to be a very good up-and-comer and and possibly a dog you're going to be hearing a fair bit of in 2024. Love the price, hate the draw. That's virtually it. Look, hes I don't know how he's going to come out the boxes. I've declared him all three starts he's had. He's won two of them, but the first start, I don't know what he did in the bite. I don't know if he played a full game of chess or backgammon or something in the boxes, but he came out stone motherless. The next two starts, he's jumped quite well. Um, and he hits the line very strong. This is a full field tonight. We have three dividends. He is $2 or better for the place. I would go each way here. Uh, I just don't know what he's going to jump like. I actually kind of hope he does miss the start tonight because the, the three is going to go to two, the three, the four, and the six are all going to go very hard early. They all want to lead. They're not all going to lead. There's going to be some tired legs and a few dummies spat with about 200 to go. I dare say it. it's not the same price. It's missing. A, it's only $8 fixed, so it's missing a one after it. But this is very much like the Rico Nismo race a few weeks back. There's going to be a lot of dogs which I think are going to be out of the equation within about 200 metres if they don't get to the, straight to the front. And it's going to be made for a swooper. He is the swooper, but he's going to have to navigate traffic. He's going to have to do it the hard way. But he's a very brave and tenacious dog. I've got a lot of time for him. So race seven, number five, Woodside Johnny each way. Toddy, uh, what are you doing for Christmas? Are you going to look after yourself? Yeah, yeah, probably nothing all, nothing all that silly, to be honest, at the moment. Um, it's just going to be just a, just a nice old kind of plain Jane kind of day. I know it sounds a bit dull, but don't get too many days where you get to kind of just twiddle the old thumbs. And, well, I get plenty of days where I get to talk some nonsense, but I get to talk some nonsense with the family members I don't see all that often. <laughs> That's great. Hey, Toddy, we just want to say a special thank you. You've been with us all year uh, on Thursday nights. We love chatting with you, and oh. we just want to thank you for your input uh, over Sports Day uh, for the for the whole season, for the whole year. Oh, that's that's really oh, that's made my day. I'm going to get a bit emotional here. Uh, thank you very much, lads. Muchly appreciated. Thank you. Thank the people in the studio, everyone at home, you're listening, fans or not of Greyhound Racing. Thank you for giving me a, a platform and an outlet to share the industry that I love and to ramble on and just share the industry, which honestly I owe my life to. So thank you very much to every single person involved. Thanks, Bart, and uh, good luck with the stand-up career too. Great work, Toddy. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Cheers, legend. See, <laughs> Todd Gray, uh, one of the great men. He's always up and about. He's, oh, he's... You, you love the way he goes about it. You yeah. love his passion, and uh, he's going to finish with a bang tonight, no doubt. The, his best bet, race nine, number four at Angle Park, Westy's Pride, and his value bet, race seven, number five, Woodside Johnny. Yeah, get on him. And uh, don't rem- uh, just remember as well, chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. An update in the Big Bash. The Brisbane Heat won the bat flip, and they've elected to field first. So they are putting in the Melbourne Renegades and Quinton de Kock, who is there tonight for the Renegades, opening the batting with Joe Clark. Yes, if you are listening on SENSA, you'll be crossing to the Big Bash very, very shortly. If you're on cruise, stay with us. Mark Milligan coming up for Kia. Epic has arrived, the all-electric Kia EV9. Um, have you been paying attention? Sammy will be in the studio for Lumo Energy Switch to the Affirmative and Mend your top of the tree for Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Coming up on the summer edition of Sports Day SA, straight after this. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Paul Bonza, Dan Menzel with you for Nutrient Ag Solutions. The open line is one 736 736 or text in on 0427 154 Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. What do you want for Christmas from Santa? 0427 oh, <laughs> uh, Okay, it is now time, men's for uh, Top of the Tree. I'll take it in, but don't look down. I'm on top of the world, Top of the Tree is brought to us by Toolkit Depot, your trade pro partner. Everything you need to get the job done, shop in store or online. And men's, every week you go through the top 10 sporting teams in Australia. And last week it looked a little bit like there's 10 Townsville Fire from the WNBL. Uh, Wellington Phoenix at 9, MacArthur Footy Club at 8, Sydney Sixers at 7, Brisbane Heat at 6, Perth Scorchers at 5, Brisbane Bandits in the ABL at four, the Tassie Jack Jumpers at three, the Adelaide Giants at two, and Melbourne United sat on top of the tree, the best team in Australia. They did. So if we go through this week's rankings uh, and who has fallen out of the tree, so there's a couple of teams that have. I've taken MacArthur out of the tree. They lost 3-0 to Wellington. Yep. The A-League is See so, later. so close. Uh, they are out of the tree. The other team, I've taken them out of the tree twice now, and I don't know how I feel about doing this, but I'm going to do it again. The Tasmania Jack Jumpers are out of the tree. They lost both of their games last week. One by one point to the Wildcats and eight points to the Kings. I know that one hurts you. They've hit about four branches on the way down. They really have. Uh, so they are out of the tree. But now if we go to the lower branches, uh, Western Sydney are back in. They beat Adelaide United 1-0. They're third on the A-League table. They are in at number 10. Yes. In top of the tree. At number nine, it is the Melbourne Victory. They're back in after five weeks out of the tree. They were in the first edition on they top were. of the tree, but they have not made it back in since. And now four wins, four draws, and no losses. Yeah, they're going okay. They haven't lost a game in eight weeks. So they, after a 3-0 win over Sydney FC, they come back into the tree at number nine, which means that I've moved up Townsville Fire in the WNBL to number eight. They've moved up two spots. They have been dominant in the WNBL. They are eight wins and one loss this year with, listen to this, 148-point differential in the positive they are the best team in they're the flying. WNBL. So that's why they're number eight. At number seven, it is the Brisbane Bandits in the ABL. I've moved them down three spots. The reason I've done that is they lost their series to Perth last week, who Adelaide Giants take on in about 20 minutes' time, 3-1. It was surprising, wasn't it? It was. So they're 12-8. and eight. They're still the second-best team in the ABL. But I've moved the Brisbane Bandits down three spots off the back of that, which means that at number six, it's the Wellington Phoenix. They've moved up three spots they beat MacArthur, who were top of the table last week, 3-0 away from home. The Wellington Phoenix are the real deal this year. Agreed. They are currently the best side in the A-League, which, Agreed. again, that does not go hand-in-hand hand very often. The Wellington Phoenix, the best side in the A-League, but congratulations to them on the season they are having thus far, which means that we get to the top five. 
the Sydney Sixers, they haven't played, but I've moved them up too. And the reason being is it's the teams around them that have moved down the rankings. No, no, that's okay because they, you move them up so they can fall further when the strikers <laughs> beat them tomorrow. I like that logic. That's super. So the Sydney Sixers at five haven't lost yet. So that's why they are at five. The Brisbane Heat, they played a night. They are two wins, one no result, zero losses. They yes. are at number four. They are going very well, which means it takes us to the top three teams in in the country right now and in Australian sport. I've moved the LA Giants down a spot in the Australian Baseball League. They went 2-2 two and two over the weekend against Canberra, who is probably the worst team in the ABL. Yes. So they've moved down to 13-6. and six. Don't, don't get anything wrong here. The Adelaide Giants are still the best team in the ABL. They scored 27 runs in one game. Correct. They are still a, a phenomenal side, but I've moved them down to the third best team in the country, which means that we've got the two best teams in the country right now in Australian sport. At number two, who is it? It is the Perth Scorchers. I flirted with number one, but I've moved them up three spots to number two. They've had one game where there was no result, and they've had two games where they won. Last night, they were so dominant against Hobart. I actually don't know or don't think they're going to lose this year at home. Wow. Big uh, statement. It is a big statement. They are so good, the Perth Scorchers. And if they keep doing what they're doing, they will get up one spot to the number one spot. But I couldn't move this team down. I've kept at number one Melbourne United in the NBL. They are currently the best team in Australian sport. They had two good wins again last weekend. They beat the 36ers, but they absolutely wallop Southeast Melbourne in the first encounter. They are 13 wins and three losses at the moment, which puts them on track to finish with the best record in a long time in the history of the NBL. So Melbourne United, I think, are currently still the best team in Australian sport. Love it, men's. Uh, Melbourne United won Perth Scorchers, then the Adelaide Giants, the Heat, the Strikers, Wellington Phoenix at six, the Bandits fire Melbourne victory, and rounding out the tree at number 10 is the Western Sydney Wanderers. Um, Let's get straight into our weekend headline. Men's, we have our certainty, our upset, and our prediction. What are your thoughts straight away with your certainty? Yeah, well, I just want to quickly look back at last week. Uh, my upset got up. I had New Zealand to beat Cairns. You did. It won. Your upset, uh, your certainty got up. David Warner booking his, well, it hasn't got up yet, but well, booking his spots in the next two test matches. Uh, our other results didn't go so good. I had five goals in the Adelaide United-Western Sydney game. How many were scored in that? One. Yep. Uh, you had Shaheen Shah Afridi, the most wickets in the test. Bowled horribly. <laughs> Wasn't even Horribly. Uh, you also had Adelaide United to upset, which didn't happen. Mm. And my certainty, I had the Giants to beat Canberra with Lachlan Wells. He didn't play, so winning, I didn't go that well last week either. But certainty for this week, um, I've got a different one here for you okay. for my certainty. My certainty is the crowds at the NBL on Christmas Day will be down at least 50% to what they are throughout the regular season right. games. So Tassie play at home and Sydney Kings play at home. Their last home games, Tassie had 4,340 in there and the Sydney Kings had 13,000 in the house. They will be down 50% Christmas Day. There shouldn't be NBL games on Christmas Day. Uh, I think um, you are misinformed. The crowds will be good. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, my certainty is the Celtics will beat the Lakers on Boxing Day. Yep. In, in LA. In LA. LA in play LA. very well at home. They do. We talked about the NBA yep. records at home. but Certainty. All right. I like it. It's a certainty. My upset uh, for the week is the Melbourne Renegades, who it looks like it's coming to even money. I've got them to win tonight. They were outsiders 24 yes. hours ago. 
that's my upset. My upset is Perth will defeat Melbourne United in Melbourne. Wow, that's on a bit, Saturday that's a night. good upset. That's they're outside three dollars now. So that's a good upset there, Perth to beat Melbourne. Prediction for the week. Mine's a bold prediction. We're gonna sweep Perth Heat, the Adelaide Giants, again. That's very bold. So we're gonna, I we're like it though. Four and last time it's gonna be four and this time. We're gonna beat Perth Heat, the team we beat in the championship series last year, eight out of eight times this season. And uh, my prediction is the Adelaide thirty sixers will beat the Brisbane Bullets on Christmas Eve. What? They will win a game. Scotty will get his first win for the season. And uh, just some new NBL news. It's just been announced on Twitter. Um, oh, it has. Casey Prather, who has won championships with the Perth Wildcats and Melbourne United, is suiting up for the Brisbane Bullets. Oh, not the 36ers. After the 30s, they play the 36ers. Oh. So he's here on the 27th of December. But that's a massive pickup that's huge. for the Bullets. Okay, question. Can the Bullets win the NBL this year off the back of that pick? They've got, they've got Aaron Baines. They've got a few others, don't they? Nathan Sobey. Yeah. Mitch C- Norton. Can they win it now with this? Uh, I don't think the rest of the lineup's strong enough. Will he be the best player in the NBL? He will be the second best player in the NBL. Behind Bryce Cotton? Yep. Okay. Yep. He's, he's elite. A fantastic player. Um... Looks like he's just wandered into the studio, Sam Fantasia, looking for some headphones, and uh, I'll do this, Sammy. We test their knowledge of the week's events on Have You Been Paying Attention? And now, who's your host, Sam Fantasia? G'day, Sam. Oh, hang on, I'll turn you on. There you go. There you go. Hello, hello. It's uh, nice to hear that. Um, especially on the quiz. And uh, I've got a certainty for everyone in the weekend uh, headline. Oh, what is it? What's your certainty? Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, <laughs> very nice. Um, have you been paying attention? Is brought to us by Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. So, Bonds, who won this last week? Uh, you did, mate. You've won the last two. Okay, so we're 2-1 overall. It's 2-1. So you're going to get redemption and even up the series tonight. I hope so, because I don't... Well, yeah, I'll be okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right, now these were hastily scrambled together. Actually, I've got some breaking news in the BBL. Tom Curran's been banned for four games for a pre-match altercation Ooh. with an umpire. Altercation? And the six Pre-match? Yeah, pre-match. I, I didn't see it, obviously, because the show was on. But, um, yeah, and the Sixers are going to vigorously appeal it. I mean, what do you do pre-match? That ball hasn't been bowled, sure. He's their best bowler. He is. Uh, it said Curran moves. So he's not going to play against the Strikers? They play the Strikers tomorrow night. Dizzy, you listening? Oh, Wow. Yeah. Um, and I'll get some more details on that later in the show. All right, now, Bonds. Yes. We've left you in the chair with the musical buttons. Oh, here we go. Are you going to be okay saying <laughs> your name and week. also was... giving the ticks and the burrs? Yeah, I, it wasn't great last week. I'll do, I will do my best, Sam. <laughs> all, right, all right, so so practice. Watch your buzzer. Man. Bonds. All right, well done. Good. Quick, go. quick from Dan Menzel there, there as go. well. All right, question number one. Where was the Demons pre-season camp, which Clayton Oliver left oh, early God. from based at? Um, this is men's Ellie Beach. Uh, Bonds, Gold Coast. Give you guys both a chance, and the clue is um, outside gardening. Uh, no, nah, I got no idea. I got no idea. Lawn. Oh, <laughs> should know that. Lived yeah, in yeah, you should. You should uh, know that. Come on, Daniel. All right. What did Adam Hose score? Bonds. Off- oh. Twenty-eight off nine. Ding. Hang on. 
Early lead. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well done. Well done. Now, this will test you if you have been paying attention. Which NBA player did Brisbane's Josh Dunkley swap jumpers with Bonds. this week? Steph Curry. All right. An early start. Jeez. That's All right. nice. All right. That's very, that's very nice, Bonds. You, you have been paying attention. Oh, well, a little saw, bit. Saw it, on, yeah, yeah. saw it on Twitter. That's right. That's right. How much did Spencer Johnson go Men's, for? Oh, it's too slow. 1.8. Bonds. Million. 1.78. Yeah. 1.78. We're not rounding up here. <laughs> okay, I thought we were. <laughs> Which St. Kilda youngster has opened contract talks with the club and is expected to re-sign in 2024? Men's King? Nope. It's close to the heart. Bonds. Mitch Owen? No, Mateus Philippou. Yeah, when you said that, I thought... And you're both Woodville boys. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's tough. tough. No, it's horrible we got that wrong. Yeah, it is. (laughs) South Australian as well. Like, first thing you think when St Kilda Youngster in an SA-based show should be... Mm. Jack Hayes, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Uh, Which Northern District star signed... Men's... Can or Khan, however you want to pronounce it. Need a first name. Josh. Correct. On the board. Good clicking, good clicking. All right. How long did the Crows lock in their lease? Men's. Bonds. 42. Yes. 42. I told you that before the show. <laughs> You're cheating. Let's keep going here. It's 3-2. I'm coming you back. You need this with the sip-off stuff as well, Bonds. You, you need to... I know. You need to just come in dry. Oh, this is getting that. close. This is getting tight. All right. Which Pakistani fast bowler was ruled out of the Boxing Day oh, test? Men's. Um... Shaheen Shah, Afridi. Bonds. Shazam. No, that's not hit quite how you say it. Shazam. No. So, I you're so I, I know. I, know. I, don't, I, I don't actually know how to say it either, but I know it's not that. It's not that. So we'll Shazad. move on to the next question. Shazad. Yeah, Shazad. It is Shazad. Shazad. Yeah, Shazad. Yep. Fair All right. Enough. Now, this is a two-parter, so there's Ooh. a bonus point at the end of Ooh. this. The son of which WWE great trash talked West Coast number one pick Harley Reid this week? Nah, pass. I'll, I'll I'll have a stab at Triple H. No, nah. Ray Mysterio's son Dominic Mysterio. Okay. Now, bonus. Why was he trash talking him? But neither of you going to know nah, this. No, no, we don't know because when? Harley Reid's likely first appearance with the Eagle clashes with the Elimination Chamber wrestling match in Perth, February twenty fourth. Is, re- <laughs> is that really a sport? Yeah, that's Look, a good question. A lot of people love it. <laughs> oh, I've got some answers. <laughs> I know. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, we got Mark Milligan coming up. Is very, that it? Very, that's oh, it, we're yeah. our bonds. You've so, won three, three two. two. We're back level to all. Back even money, baby. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, yes, uh, thanks, Sam. Another great job of you doing that. And, uh, men's, as Sammy said, we're going to speak to the assistant coach of Adelaide United. He's always a good chat. Here he is, Mark Milligan. Sports Day SA. It's my On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Men's, our next guest is brought to us by your local tyre power. Big December deal sale. Get four for the price of three on Toyo tyres from the Adelaide United Footy Club. It is Mark Milligan. Mark, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. 
Hello, gentlemen. How are we? Uh, we're good, mate. Uh, it's not an ideal last few weeks. Uh, what have been the biggest takeaways from, I guess, from the past few losses? Yeah, no, obviously not not ideal, but you know it's something that you know, pretty much every every football team goes through. And look, I think the important thing for us is you know there, there's still that belief within the squad. You know, I know we haven't got the, the best of results, but there's been enough, I think, in in our performances to show that um, you know we're, we're more than capable of turning this around. Without a doubt, Mark. So we, we take on Newcastle back at home. 7.15 tomorrow night. It's obviously going to be nice to get back home against a team that they've actually conceded the most goals in the competition again. So we are an offensive powerhouse. We'll look to try and put as many in the back of the net and hopefully find that winning touch again. Yeah, of course. And that, you know, that, that has been a focus of ours and you know, we haven't really reached those heights over the last few weeks. But I think coming home, especially at this time of year, Friday night, you know, we're expecting another big showing from, from all the Adelaide uh, fans, which is so, so important, especially to our, our young team. You know, it, um, it really helps, I guess, breed that, that confidence. And look, our main focus tomorrow night, they, Newcastle, they're, they're a good young side as well. They've, They've been a little bit inconsistent as well, so it's so, so important that we capitalise. You know, we've been dominant early on in games, but we really need to capitalise on that with scoreboard pressure. We do, and so on that, are we expected to see Nestory Irin Kunda back in the starting lineup and hopefully hitting the back of the net? Yeah, look, he's been, he's been training well, Nestor, and, you know, a lot of the boys have, but that, that's probably an area, you know, we have quite a few options, and, and at the moment, Carl's sort of leaving that door open. It's it's been, I think, important, especially you know this week that, you know, we we really have been able to keep boys on their toes and and pushing for that starting spot. And you know we have the majority of the squad fit and healthy. So uh, you know that that's been you know important, especially when you're going through a little of a little bit of a bad trot. Um, you know we want to make sure that that all the boys are firing and they're all putting their hands up for that starting position tomorrow night. You got Nick Ansel and uh, Alexander Popovich back last week. Uh, do you think they'll be better for the run? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, it was a little bit unfortunate with uh, Popper last week. He just had a little bit of a knock and, um, you know, it, it was good to get him back against West Sydney. And obviously, Nick, uh, you know, over the last year or so, has been fighting with a few little injuries and things like that after coming back from his Achilles. So he, he needed to be rested. But again, he's got that last week under his belt. And, you know, they're both very important for us. And, and in the way that we play, uh, you know, they have a lot of responsibility, especially when we have the ball. So, um, you know, their, their leadership is important to the way that we want to play and, and obviously we want to get back to keeping some clean sheets as well. Mark, you mentioned leadership. You're the assistant coach of Adelaide United. We, we have a somewhat younger group at the moment and two wins from our first two games, but only one from the past six. As a player, potentially you, you might lose confidence. What's your role, I guess, as the assistant coach to keep everyone on track and uh, knowing that, hey, these results aren't necessarily what we deserve? Yeah, well, I think first and foremost, I sort of touched on it a little bit earlier. I think the players in that sense have, have been fantastic. But, uh, you know, my, my main role, I guess, now is to not really give them any time to, to be thinking about that. We obviously keep pushing at training. We keep we keep testing them at training. Um, you know, we, we want a very competitive, uh, intense atmosphere. And, you know, it's important for the players as well. We, we don't want days where they feel like they're not taking anything from it. And I think more the more we can stimulate them and, and test them on a daily basis, I think the closer we, we get to getting, getting back to, to the results that, that, we, that we need. 
What about Newcastle? Their strengths, um, and how do we keep them quiet and, and get the win against them? Yeah, look, they, they had a good performance the other week against Wellington, and like I said, a little bit inconsistent as we have been, but again, they're, they're young. They've got some threats uh, you know, up front. They've obviously got that Archie, um, young boy Archie as well, who, who hasn't started a game yet, but it's quite dangerous off the bench, and um, so they're, they're, they're quite dynamic. They've changed their formation a little bit, and I think the way that they approach games, they've, they've tried to be a little bit more uh, aggressive over the last few weeks. So, look, again, it's, it's really down to, to how we start the game. I think if we, we can start the game well, especially at home, and get them on the back foot, I think um, you know we can really assert that dominance. And, and then it's just literally about taking our opportunities that we, when we get them. You mentioned playing at home, and how important is the timing of this home game and to be in front of the Red Army? Yeah, massively important. Obviously, you know, we've had a couple tough results and even at home and and the boys appreciate, I think, how much, uh, you know, that home crowd helps us. And, um, you know, it's hard for teams to come to Adelaide, especially when when the crowd's there and and right behind us. So it's important that that we support them as much as they support us by by firstly putting on a performance and then secondly getting the result. Without a doubt. And you mentioned that home performance. We lost in our last game against Brisbane Raw 2-0. So something that, as coaches, you would have reviewed it, but again, how much goes into, all right, we need to actually break this down and, and change a few things, or is it, no, nah, we just didn't take our chances, as you've sort of alluded to a little bit so far in a few of these games? Yeah, not, not, not just about taking our chances. It's about how we create them as well. And I think in the Brisbane, our last home game as well, the first half, I think we started very, very brightly. We, our intent was fantastic. Um, you know, our... It's not our work ethic because we always work hard. It's more just about that positivity within our work ethic, I think. And, you know, that, that's something that we've really been focusing on. Because I think, you know, for, for like I said, in, in games, we've definitely had moments where um, we're on the front foot and playing well. And I think it's just about maintaining that now and, and continuing that belief, And which is difficult when you're having a little bit of a tough run. But, you know, I just think we're so much of a... Uh, a better team, so much more dangerous when, when we really have that threat both with the ball and without the ball, just that intent to um, to put teams under pressure. Mark, we've been asking uh, people tonight, what if you could ask Santa for one thing, what would it be? If you could ask Santa now <laughs> for what one thing that, that you could have for Christmas, what could, would it be? Could be personally. Could, could be, be personal, well, could be anything. Could be team-related. Well, get- I was going to say, from a football point of view, mate, I'd be more than happy for three points from Santa. But from a home life, I'd probably just like some new socks and jocks, to be honest. <laughs> so, kids-wise, Mark, what's the setup at home? Yeah, no, obviously, I've got four girls, so it's a pretty chaotic time. We've actually just got home from a little Santa visit, which was lovely. Nice. Uh, but it's a very, very nice time of year, and school holidays are always fun, aren't they? Without a doubt. So hopefully they're in uh, distance and can hear you right now and uh, can get down to the shops tomorrow before they close and get you some socks and jocks. <laughs> what about Christmas Day? Uh, Christmas Day, are you the chef on Christmas Day? Yeah, this year I am. Look, I've got some in-laws that uh, live down in Robe, so he's, um, you know, they bring the crayfish, but I think they've, they've been a bit quiet, so they might not be coming if they don't catch anything soon, mate. <laughs> Crayfish for Christmas yeah, oh, lunch, beautiful. Uh, Mark, look, have have a have a great Christmas and uh, New Year. But more importantly, get the three points against Newcastle on the weekend. Definitely. Thank you for having me. We'll talk soon. Have a good Christmas. You Thanks, too, Mark. Mark. Thank you, Mark Milligan, the assistant coach of. Uh,
Adelaide United Footy yeah. Club. Yeah, just it's always a good chat, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's a very good chat. And, um, assistant coaches, they often see it from a different side as well. They are very much with all the players and go through everything with them individually. And it'd be a good balance for him, having the boys at training, at work, and then the girls, all four of them. And four girls. Wife, I'm guessing, is five at home. So uh, it'd be a nice change up for him when he <laughs> leaves the, the house, when he goes, and then when he comes back. Uh, that's great. Men's, we're just about out of time. Um, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry uh, Christmas, I'm not here everyone. next week. You're with Whitey yes. and White, uh, doing it uh, for South Australia and, and Victoria as well. So mm-hmm. Good luck with that, mate. No, it'd be good um, fun. Yeah, you and your family have a, a great time. And everyone out there, I hope you have a great Christmas and uh, a new year. And I'll be uh, calling the Sixers games between there so you can listen to Rupert oh, and myself. Again, we've mentioned it this week. So much on over the next few days yes, with the Sixers, with the Giants, which we are heading along to, Adelaide United. There is plenty happening. The Big Bash, the Test, it's all coming up. All right. Thanks, everyone. And uh, we'll see you again soon. This has been the Summer Edition of Sports ASA. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brand-